Bitch, you better answer when that phone call. Oh, I'ma hit my second bit like John Wall. John Wall. John Wall. I'm ballin' on these niggas like I'm John Wall. <laughs> what it do, everybody? It's your boy, Sonny, from the Everybody Eats B podcast, back with another take. Um, So, John Wall for Russell Westbrook. Pretty much straight up. And the Houston Rockets received a first-round draft pick. In recent history, my brother was on the podcast, and my co-host was here with me, and I was throwing a little bit of shade at Russell Westbrook. And to let the record show I'm not too big on Russell Westbrook. I'm not the biggest Russell Westbrook fan. I got an analogy about Russell Westbrook that I was thinking of earlier that I just kind of want to express Really quickly, but really before I get into all the ins and outs of who I think won this trade, or if I think anybody won this trade at all. <clears throat> so, I'm a hooper. I'm a basketball player. I go to the court, right? And I'm going to just make this kind of a long story short. I go to the court, right? And usually at the court, you know, you know what I'm saying? You're with your, with your homeboys, you're with your niggas and shit. And usually y'all pick out, there's usually one person at the court that's like, Better than everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's the best player at this run today. But for some reason, his team keeps losing. And for some reason, he's always on the sideline. And it's a lot of dumb niggas that usually pick that person up. Keep picking them up. But for some reason, his team keeps losing. Even though he's a, he might be the most talented, most skilled player at, the, at that run, his team keeps losing. That's kind of how I feel about Russell Westbrook. Now, somebody like me, if I'm at that run, like I might see that he's the most talented, the best player, but somebody else may have other intangibles that make them more valuable to pick up and be on your team than the most skilled player. He might be the best scorer, the best. Usually people classify the best scorer as the best player when you want to talk about going to an open gym run. So he might be the best scorer, but... I might pick up this other gentleman because he's a better rebounder. Or I might pick up this other guy because he hustles harder and he, he's going to pass the ball. But this dude that's the best player in the gym, he's just going to he, – he might lose you the game. You know what I'm saying? Your best player can win you or lose you the game. And it's a lot of times – not all the time, but sometimes, you know, the best player at the gym, for some reason, is always on the sideline. Losing games. And that's how I feel about Russell Westbrook. I feel like he is very talented. He's a very skilled player. Um, He's a great player. He's a great basketball player. But I don't really see him as much of a winner being the first or second option. You can't win a championship um, with Russell Westbrook at the helm of your franchise. So just to get into the trade a little bit, Russell Westbrook going to Washington. Most of what I've heard so far via sports media has been that the Wizards won this trade. And it's it's been said that (laughs) some of the stuff that I hear, sometimes I just got to laugh at it, like that the Wizards now are going to be a fifth or sixth team in the Eastern Conference now. And so that that's a win for them. They, They won the trade. And I understand that from the butts and seats 
standpoint of the business side of the basketball game, um, jersey sales, um, you know, more more winning leads to more revenue, more money, uh, more profit, yada, yada, yada. But I guess as a franchise, when you want to look at, okay, I'm the sixth best team in the Eastern Conference right now. And then when I look at that, it's like, so? So what? So what that you're you're the sixth best team in the in the Eastern Conference like that okay that makes you the Orlando Magic <laughs> you know what I'm saying that makes you yeah like just to make it a, a comparison that makes you the Orlando Magic the bottom feeder in the Eastern Conference it's like okay last year you didn't make the playoffs this year you make the playoffs but really really you're not in championship contention and what you have for the future. Is not going to really uphold itself if you're not a championship contender. And when I say what you have for the future, your main asset is Bradley Beal. And Bradley Beal is probably going to get tired of being there if they're not in championship contention. He may get tired of being there playing with Russell Westbrook. Bradley Beal has been on record saying that John Wall, you know, is pretty much his favorite teammate. So... Now that the Washington Wizards franchise has traded away Bradley Beal's favorite teammate for Russell Westbrook, uh, a player that has a history of not really getting along too well with other superstars in his history, OKC with Melo and Paul George. I wouldn't necessarily say that he didn't get along with them. Their their on-court chemistry didn't mesh well, and obviously the same in, uh, in Houston. James Harden so I don't know what's going to happen over there um I think Bradley Beal's contract is up in a few years two years and if they're not in championship contention I don't see no if they're still as I've heard you know people say sixth fifth seventh best team in the eastern conference you know why would he stay what 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 would what would be the reason for him to stay in in Washington He's probably going to get out of town, and then what are you? Are you going to be left with resigning Russell Westbrook as your best player, or are you going to ship Russell Westbrook? He's a good trade bait, maybe, maybe a signing trade when his contract is up. So I don't, I don't, I don't see really the plus side here for the Washington Wizards when you want to talk about the basketball standpoint and competing for a championship, or and also really your future because you gave away a first round draft pick as well. So just to touch on Houston right now, they picked up John Wall. John Wall and Russell Westbrook pretty much have similar contracts, so I won't even get into the financials of it. And they have very similar styles of play. Now, John Wall is going to return from his torn Achilles injury as a shell of himself. He's not going to be the same John Wall that we've seen in the past. But I think that I think that Houston, this is what I think. I don't know what's going to happen, but this is just my projection is that Houston is going to pretty much throw in the towel on James Harden. He doesn't want to be there. And he's the acquisition of J, uh, John Wall is not going to make James Harden want to be there either. So I'm pretty sure they're going to want to ship James Harden. They're going to want to get back some draft picks. They're going to want to get back some maybe some other trade bait, maybe some some young players to develop. And I know in the future, in the 
I think up until about 2026, they have they owe a lot of their draft picks to Oklahoma City, but they got one back in the Russell. I'm sorry, the Russell Westbrook John Wall trade. They got Christian Wood, and I believe they received one, two first rounders, first round draft picks in the upcoming years for Robert Covington. So I believe they're in the rebuilding phase. Um, so. I think when you want to think about totality and the future, I'm a very future thinker. I'm a bigger picture type of guy. So when you want to think about the future moving forward, I believe the Houston Rockets actually may be in a better position than the Washington Wizards. When you want to think about the future of the franchise, not next year. Next year, you know, the Wizards will be better. They'll be a playoff team. Rockets, if they get rid of James Harden, probably won't be. Won't. Ain't no probably about it. Won't be a playoff team. And people are going to say that, you know, short-sighted people will say that the Washington Wizards won that trade. But in reality, when you want to look at the future of it, the Houston Rockets, I believe, will come out on top of this of, the, of this trade here. Because you ultimately, ultimately, you're getting rid of somebody that doesn't want to be there. And James Harden... Doesn't want to be there either. They'll be most likely getting rid of him as well. And then when John Wall's contract is up, probably won't re-sign him because he. My projection is that he won't play that well or play won't play at the level of play that John Wall we're used to from John Wall. So then they probably won't re-sign him, and then maybe they have a young nucleus. Hopefully, hopefully Christian Wood continues to develop. Former Detroit Pistons, shout out. And, you know, the Houston Rockets move forward with a young uh, with a young core, uh, similar to how the New Orleans Pelicans is doing. Maybe. Maybe. Obviously, they won't have a Zion. They won't have a Banner Ingham. They won't have a Lonzo. But they will ha- they will have a young core maybe to move forward with in the in the in the next few years. It, it's gonna take a lot of time for this plan to come fruition. And for it to really see a payoff. But um, that's the foresight that you have to see when you're, you know, a GM. So I actually think that the Houston Rockets won this trade because I'm just a a future thinker. If you're short sight, then the Washington Wizards won this trade. But me personally, I'm a future thinker. So I think the Houston Rockets won this trade. Um, So that's just my take on it. Peace.